Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, Mission Impossible, and our text is from John, the 20th chapter, the 19th through the 21st verses. On the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, after he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you, as the Father sent me, so I send you. Mission Impossible is one of my favorite movie series. Now, I watched it back in the day of Peter Graves. I don't know if you remember that. You're probably much too young. And I love it today with Tom Cruise. Now, you probably have seen one of his series. The assignment always seems impossible. The latest episode that came out not long ago opens up with Cruise strapped to an airplane. It's a real airplane, and it's up in the air, flying. This was no computer-generated scene. There was no stunt double. The crew brilliantly prepared exactly how this scene would play out, and Tom Cruise himself gets on the side of this plane and flies in the air. It's an amazing thing to see. So if you haven't seen the movie, and it's been out for several months now, You need to go see it just for that. There was a great deal of risk in putting this scene together. And I don't know where the MI creators got their inspiration, but it could have come from the start of the early church. When you think about it, the idea of spreading the gospel has always been an impossible mission. Remember, this all started with 12, then 11 disciples, Blue-collar workers, fishermen, many who could not read, were not sophisticated, were actually scared. Most of them had doubts, but they followed Jesus closely. And when the time was right, Jesus sent them as he had been sent. The theme of the New Testament is mission. Jesus first calls his disciple, and then he sends them out. So today, I want to talk to you about this sending out. You know, it's easy to get caught up in the first part the come-to-Jesus part. But we can't forget the commission, the sending out. As the Father has sent me, Jesus says, so I send you. This sending is never to be taken lightly. And if we're not careful, it can always be a mission impossible because too often we tend to go without Jesus. If we're not careful, we can get so caught up in the tasks, the work, the the exercise of the mission that we forget who sent us. Jesus sends us. We are more than his spokespeople, his apologists. We are more than his representatives. John 13, 20, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me, and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. We are not being sent out for ourselves. We are being sent as Christ is in us. That is why we always need to go back to the scripture. We always need to go back to Acts. 
we always need to remember how it started. You know, the book of Acts is a wonderful thriller. It's a page-turner. While you will not find the word mission in it, you will find the term defined. From the very beginning, the stories introduce us to people who have been transformed from frightened and cowardly, confused followers into bold leaders, preaching, teaching, healing. They were all focused and determined and ready to die for the one who sent them, who died for them. The authority of the one who who sins, the obedience of the one who is sent. Just like Tom Cruise, as the character Ethan Hawke knows, there's a task that must be accomplished. So these people back in the old days were given the authority of the one who sent them, and they were willing to obey no matter what. And the gospel spread in amazing ways. Now remember, there were no PR people, no marketing or branding plan. There was no television, no computer technology. Yet in five short centuries, this Jesus movement went from being an obscure and threatened sect in an out-of-the-way corner of the world into the dominant religion of the Roman Empire, with millions of followers spread out from India in the east and Ethiopia to the south, Britain to the west. That's incredible. How did it happen? Well, it would be easy to credit this extraordinary period of history as the result of the ingenuity and perseverance of those early church leaders, but that's not true. Yes, people became bold and courageous and faced persecution and death, but their actions were only a small part of what happened. The most effective action came from God. There is a story in the 12th chapter of Acts when Peter is arrested on mission by Herod and put in prison. Now he's going to be put on trial. When his brothers and sisters in Christ hear this in the early church, they all pray for him persistently and consistently. And in the middle of the night, an angel comes to Peter's cell and walks him out of the prison. Oh, my goodness. Now, Peter was on the front line of this mission, but he was only a part of it because the people who prayed for him were part of the mission, too. You see, everyone is on the mission. We don't all do the same things, but everyone is on the mission, and everyone has access to the power. That's the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And just like in Tom Cruise's movies, where, you know, Cruise takes the front, he's he's the star, but there are lots of other people that make his missions work. And Jesus' message to all of us then and now is, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I'm so glad you're with us today. Here's a special invitation. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is marking 130 years of worshiping God and serving His people, and we want you to help us celebrate Thursday, September 29th at Mosley's on the Charles in Dedham. For ticket information, log on to rpcat130.org. That's rpcat130.org. We'll see you September 29th. Jesus is calling on witnesses. He wants witnesses. So he says, anything I tell you to do, anywhere I tell you to go, do it. Spread the gospel. It may seem impossible, but remember, your power comes from the Spirit. Your authority comes from God. And so you can do extraordinary things, no matter what your part of the mission is. You and I are on the same mission. 
Jesus sends us as he sent the disciples. No matter what church you attend, you have a mission. Now, that's the history of Roxbury Presbyterian Church, and it's probably the history where you go to church, too. But what we need to remember is we can't get too caught up in the particulars, the, the, the details, the, the, the exercises of the mission, because the mission is Jesus Christ. The mission is not social justice. It's not trauma work. It's not feeding the hungry or clothing the poor. And certainly, we have those jobs to do, and they are important. But the most important thing we can do is show the world Jesus Christ. We have to stay on assignment, not because we want to raise money, not because we want to build a new church, not because we want to uh, uh, improve the community in physical ways, but because we have the mission of proclaiming Christ and the love of Christ, and that is the power. Our abilities and capabilities as sent people, as a sent church, are made possible through the power of Christ. Every once in a while, I stumble on a truth, and it really hits me. This is one of those moments. What is this power that we are always talking about? Romans 8, 5, the Holy Spirit pours out God's love into our hearts. That's the power. It's love. Think about the many times when you feel most loved. Unspeakable joy comes out of of this kind of love that God gives us. I read this commentary about a child walking along, holding his father's hand, and all is well, and he knows that his father loves him, and there's no unusual urge to talk. It's just a knowledge. Then suddenly the father startles the child by reaching down, sweeping him up into his arms, hugging him tightly, kissing him, and whispering, I love you so much. And then that child, oh my goodness, he is just beaming. Because now he has the unspeakable joy of of really knowing this love. That's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit sweeps us up into this indescribable new level of love that leaves us so confident, so certain in the right now reality of Jesus Christ that we have a power we didn't have before. This is the power of God. Being filled with the outpouring of God's Spirit is to be filled with the length and breadth and height and depth of God's love. That is the mission. That is the witness. That's what people will see in us. That's what they will sense in us. That is the transformative element of who we are and what we do. We are not simply to explain, describe, or make reasoned arguments about our faith. Our mission should we decide to accept it, is to proclaim with words and actions God's love to this dying world. And it is no less impossible today than it was thousands of years ago. The mission is channeling God's extraordinary love in all you do. That's that Holy Spirit love that must be brought to this world. This world is in desperate desperate need of God. And our love is tied inextricably to our hope in God. Your mission, should you decide to accept it, that's the whole key here. We have to accept this. And of all the things that we do, and we do so much as Christians, 
It's the love that makes the difference. It is the love. Being on mission is a love that carries enormous risk but has an incredible reward. Yes, it's sort of like Tom Cruise hanging out of that plane. And you wonder, is he going to fall or is he going to make it? But we have something much stronger than Tom Cruise will ever have. We have a living God who can love us all the way through eternity. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, roxburypresbyterianchurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign if you let love